This is After the Bell Rings, a podcast brought to you by the Triad School District in Troy, Illinois. In this series, you'll hear about what your kids are learning, how they're learning, and ideas to strengthen the school-home partnership. Here's Mike Wilgus and Adam Geisen. Hi, and welcome to another episode of After the Bell Rings. My name is Adam Geisen. Joining me today are Mike Wilgus. Usually you say like, "Hey, Hi. Like, what's I, up? I'm Adam? here. <laughs> I'm here." <laughs> All right, and Sarah Phelps. Hi. Hi, Sarah. So uh, Mike is uh, another instructional tech coach. Works for all uh, all the buildings of the district. And Sarah Phelps is our uh, CS, our our. Uh, computer science teacher for the elementary buildings and she's all over the district doing amazing things so we're excited to have uh, the three of us here talking and our focus today is on uh, we're going to call this the Techmas episode uh, so we wanted to sort of give parents an idea of what kind of really cool educational computer sciencey Cody type toys uh, and I don't I even hesitate to call them toys but really uh, learning devices that they could buy uh, for their children during Christmas uh, this year and that that'll help us connect this uh, this really I don't know if you want to call it a growth or whatever the focus is on coding in the classroom uh, that Sarah has been doing some awesome stuff at the elementary levels and getting the, all of these kids into coding we just celebrated um, code CS yeah, week, computer science education computer science week. education week just past week and we had uh, hour of code going on at the elementary building so some of your parents who were listening might have been and joined us uh, at Henning and Silver Creek to uh, to do some coding with your kids and it was an amazing experience we had kids learning all sorts of really cool dance moves right uh, it was pretty great Great. So that was really fun. And so we're, we're going to kind of continue this idea and hopefully get um, some good Christmas gift ideas out for you. What are you laughing at? I'm we still, have to start I'm still over. laughing at your learning devices. I, that's what hey, I little boy, I what would you like for Christmas? Would you like a toy? No, Santa. I would like a learning <laughs> device. Learning no, I, device. Always call them, I call them learning tools because I don't want anybody. Because I, I get a lot of people that are like, they just come and play. I'm like, well, that's okay. I just, I just pictured that's some computer it. science right. student sitting right. on Santa's lap. I have some of those. What would you like for Christmas? Yeah. Uh, I would like a learning device. Right. Please. Well, I mean, think about it. When we were younger, we grew up and we had, I mean, I mean, what, Lincoln Logs were our version right. of a and learning device? We had to figure out. Yeah. Right. And Legos, those are, we but could rebrand those as I call them toys. Maybe I wasn't as sophisticated. Tools. Well, what was the other one? The uh, Connects. We always mm-hmm. had the cool Connects. And I mean, did you not make models of dinosaur skeletons? Do you remember or the wooden roller coasters? Like the balsa wood dinosaur skeletons? And these are all learning. They're all learning devices. Mike. If we want to call them toys, we can call them toys. But toys. we've been learning with learning toys. toys. We have been learning, learning through toys. play we since That's we were right. children. And we want to keep that going. It's just now that these learning learning toys, we'll, we'll, make a, we'll agree to disagree and call them learning toys. Uh, these toys. <laughs> are now so much more technologically advanced uh, that you know I mean and there's so many of them out there and there's so many unique ideas we want to kind of lay some of this out so okay enough of all that discussion we're going to give you get down into the nitty-gritty and give you guys some ideas we're going to start off with one that pretty much any student from pre-k uh, on up has used at some point if they've been involved in this district uh, is uh, a toy well, a learning toy called Ozobots. And again, these are really pretty inexpensive um, tool, uh, toys. They're very small. And they are little robots that will uh, follow a drawn path on a piece of paper. 
And so you'll basically draw using a, like a wide felt tip, uh, felt tip marker, um, some kind of path. And then as you change the colors, and there's obviously color patterns and things that are programmed in, the Ozobot will do different things like turn around, it'll spin around a bunch of times, it'll stop, it'll go back, it'll change the flashy colors. There's all sorts of cool things that you can do with it. Um, and it's totally based on drawn lines on a piece of paper. So the kids really love it. Sarah's been using these for a while, and the kids, they dig it. Yeah, we use them We use them for a lot of purposes. Um, Ozobot can be used to teach programming. It also can be used as a tool to teach a lot of other skills in math and science and, and language arts. He's really engaging and really easy and simple for the kids to use, and he can grow in complexity. So if you're looking for a good investment, it's something that you can use, um, you know, at the very beginning, just drawing lines and then move into the code. And eventually you can even program them with the computer. And that's pretty awesome for the kids to be able to use the the Ozobot programming language, which is Ozoblockly. And it still uses the color flashing. And that's kind of what we were, were looking, starting from the get-go here. I mean, these are toys learning toys that are perfect for kids you know at the ages of two and three if you can draw with a marker you can program an ozobot and that's that's a pretty cool thing but it also goes into like you said actual block coding and, and they're learning the bigger skills so um so that's a great place to start and again if you want to um to start at a place where the kids really know and they're not going to have to necessarily learn something new this is a perfect place uh to begin how much how much are those they, they run right around Christmas time now. You'll see a lot of sales. There are two different versions, Ozobot Bit and Ozobot Evo. Bit is your more simplistic version. Um, and I've seen them anywhere from $35 to $50 is pretty standard, depending on you know whether or not you have the Marvel So there's, there's variations that you can there buy. Are, there's not just one. No. And right. is it Ozobot or Ozobot? Because I've heard it both. Because you just it said it both. It's right. hard. When I listen to... <laughs> podcasts or webcasts from them it, they, so they we don't tin. know the official we don't, we don't. gif or okay. jif or but right. they uh potato, the potato. evo is a little more complicated it can be um you can hook up to it with an app on a tablet or a phone with bluetooth it's more complicated it doesn't necessarily mean though that its functionality is any better it's just different purposes so i actually think that the bit's probably my favorite it's a little That's the smaller less one. yeah it's less yeah. expensive and it it works just as swimmingly. <laughs> and we were also trying to to find local small retailers mm. around here. Were we able to locate yes. someone that sells Ozobots? Um, Happy Up, the toy store in um, Edwardsville, right across from Deerberg's by Best Buy in that area. They do have both brand, uh, versions of Ozobots there. So there you um, go. if you can shop local this holiday season, please do. And we're kind of hopefully spreading that word a little bit. So Ozobots or Ozobots or whatever is a great place to start. Sarah, where are we going next? What's so, another uh, great to, toy? To kind of start off, you know, we've kind of mentioned Ozobots, which are great for younger students. Another really fun tech toy is named Botley, and he's pretty new. He was a runner-up for the Toy of the Year last year, and he's from Learning Resources. And if you are looking for screen-free Ozobot's great. He doesn't have to have a screen and neither does Botley. Botley is a robot that you program with a radio control um, remote. And so you still work on those those coding sequences of forward, left, right, forward. You can do loops and also um, you can do object detection with Botley. But he's cute. He talks to you and he will allow your student to start learning how to to put a series of, of directions in order and, and then work on that. It comes with a big giant kit of accessories so you can set up all kinds of obstacles or challenges for your child. 
and they're really, really engaging. And it's more than just that remote control car where they're pushing forward until they want him to stop. You actually program sequences of the directions in. So Botley is great. He's very... Um, very hearty, nice, solid little robot. So he's a good one to have around the house for your younger students. But I've had kids in fourth and fifth grade really enjoy playing with Bali as well. That one was not available at Happy Up in Edwardsville. Uh, but I know I'm looking right now and you can get this on Amazon for just over half off. It's normally 80 bucks and it's on sale for 42.99. So you can jump on that. And Learning Resources is a good company that is known for creating great educational toys and tools. So um, you can you can know that that's a pretty pretty good company when it comes to your your learning resources. Mike, let's have uh, let's have another one. Robots. We're kind of in the robot theme right now, so we'll do. We got two more robots we're going to talk about. Sure. Uh, this I stumbled on when I was uh, shopping at Sam's, which is ha- happens to be one of my favorite stores. Hey, that new app is sweet. Did you use it? Yeah, the one where you can check them out <laughs> you as you're scan shopping. Scan and go. Yeah. Oh, scan man. and go app. If <laughs> you haven't amazing. done it, you just scan your stuff as yeah. you shop, and then you walk past the lines of people that are standing oh. in line. And you've already checked well, out. Well, I'll tell you what. The last time we went, there were not lines of people in the front because we passed by every group of people we passed by. One of them had the phone out. So I think we were all everybody was bypassing lines. It was great. Anyway, yeah. sorry. Anyway, uh, I was perusing the uh, the store there at Sam's and I stumbled on and this is the Sam's and Glen Carbon. So I'm not sure if the one in Fairview Heights has it, but I stumbled on a product called the Jimu Robot. And the one in the Sam's and Glen Carbon has two different versions available for sale. They're ninety nine dollars each. Uh, and what they are, they're similar to if you, I don't know if you remember as a kid, the Lego Technics type of um, kit that, that we used to build that are a little bit more complicated Legos that offer some sort of interaction like a motor or you know something like that. But the kits, um, the Jimu kits allow the, 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 the kids to build either the unicorn, if you buy a unicorn set, or a, there's an overdrive kit uh, for builder bots where uh, they could build either a dump truck or a... a uh, a machine like a backhoe so they, they they can actually scoop things up using their robot uh if they're if they're building the the machinery one and the unicorn one it has a color sensor and if you put a color card in front of the sensor the the led and the unicorn's horn matches the color that you put out in front of the sensor so there's some interactivity involved there so you build the robot uh you know and there's instructions on how to do that and then you can use a mobile device whether it's an ipad or an android device one drawback is it's not amazon fire compatible so you do have to have an ios or an android device there's an app and and the directions on how to build the robot is in the app but you build the robot and then you can actually code the robot with your phone using Blockly coding and our students here at Triad get Blockly coding taught to them all the way down really in kindergarten and first grade. We just finished the hour of code with students at that level. So they're used to seeing this type of functionality. Uh, If you don't want to go the coding route, you can also navigate the robot just using controls on your mobile device. So pretty neat thing. It's local. I saw it. It's, it's, you know, teaches that computational thinking um, and the logic. So I thought we'd mention it here in our Techmas learning toy podcast so continuing with the robot um idea there is another one that uh is kind of top in the charts right now as as you're if you're looking for um for some of these tech learning toys and this one's called mbot which i cannot say without mm-hmm. thinking of mm-hmm. hansen mm-hmm. and i just want to say mm-hmm. 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 
Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, now, now, unfortunately, Sarah, you got harmony. Everybody, everybody listening to this podcast it's will now be humming that song. that song to their head in their head for the rest of the day. So I apologize uh, in advance. But Mbot <laughs> is uh, is another pretty great uh, robot, and this one is is a little bit uh, higher. It says for ages eight eight and up. So again, if you're looking for something that's a little bit more um, take apart, put together, um, this one has a number of different parts to it. So it, it obviously it has a motherboard, which is kind of like a Raspberry Pi or something like that that you can program. Um, it's it comes with all these different parts that you basically build. Um, so it's got an ultrasonic sensor, so it can tell when it's going to run into things. Um, it's got a, a line sensor, so much like Ozobots and the other ones we're talking about, it'll follow a drawn line on a piece of paper. It's got Bluetooth connectivity, so you can program it. Um, also compatible with Lego blocks. So if your kids are into Legos, you can like build actual robots and cars and things with Legos using the Mbot. Um, it obviously can run on its own. It can also be programmed just like what the other ones that we've been talking about. And uh, it does it does actually allow almost for an, an RC kind of um, mode where you can control it with an application on a mobile device, which is pretty cool, too. Uh, and again, this one gets into the coding as well. You can have it be as simple as the lines or uh, you can learn the block coding. And it does have um, programming lessons that come with it. And they're they're gamified. So that's kind of the the advertisement with this is that you can learn how to program these in a game type setting and earn points and you know badges and things like that for improving so again this is another great it's almost like one big learning um package uh that's all kind of centered around this robot and the robot actually has like a smiley face and like the eye the sensors on the front are eyeballs it's really pretty cute it kind of and as sarah was kind of calling every one of these ozobots and the all of them like he <laughs> i do <laughs> well I you kind of personalize you these do. things which you do they and, have and a personality absolutely sneezes if you don't pay attention to him and he says hello so they they become they become like little friends there's your robot Aww, toy right there that's sweet <laughs> he's a sneezer yeah <laughs> <laughs> so getting out of the robot uh frame we're gonna, there's two more that we do want to talk about so sarah i'm gonna um send it over to you yeah so one of the newer devices that has come out is for all my wizarding fans i i'm a i'm a big harry potter lover and recently the company kano which actually has had multiple program or products before this there is the kano computer kit and the kano pixel kit this is the kano wand kit so you can actually buy a kit where you build your own wand which is includes a a board that has um a, a, it's Bluetooth compatible. And after you build your wand, you use an app on a tablet, either Android or iOS. And then you program that wand to be able to do things like grow and shrink birdie bots every flavor beans or set off fireworks at the Quidditch match. And it is lots of fun. Uh, you get to do the, you, you learning, you're learning about coding still with the block coding. It's guiding you along. So you have this nice little beacon that helps you know which blocks to pull over. But then there are also open-ended challenges as well, where you can decide um, what each, um, which what each spell so you actually use your wand and move it in the correct um fashion to be able to do spells so one that we were just playing with the other day was the ridiculous spell and we were able to um control of broom so we actually were doing our swish and flick and making everything <laughs> happen the way that we wanted to so cool. it's really fun it's a it's a really cool little way to incorporate maybe if you have somebody who loves harry potter but mm -hmm. hasn't even delved it you know hasn't spent as much time programming um but you'd like to give them something to to kind of spread their wings and fly a little bit here in in this computational thinking um manner 
This is a fun one for them. So you can really bridge those two passions. Um, it is something that you can find at Happy Up. So yep. they actually have, there's there's a Harry Potter version as well as a Fantastic Beasts version. Um, but you can also find it pretty much at all your retailers. So it's pretty easy to find. And they've been running some specials on this one. So keep your eye out. It's I've seen it anywhere from like 120, but I've seen it as low as 80 bucks. So awesome. it could be a really nice little little tool. And you get to build it as well. So that's kind all of right. fun. Well, great. Uh, before the last one, I did forget to mention with the Umbot. Um, that was not available at Happy Up. However, it is available on Amazon for only 80 bucks. Um, so again, those are kind of starter points. And we're really trying to shoot for things that are within range uh, of most everybody. And none of these that we're talking about today are exorbitantly expensive. So uh, that's kind of our focus. Last one we're going to talk about uh, is really one of our personal favorites. Um, so I'll let Mike talk a little bit about this last one. And I'll start it, but I'm sure Sarah could jump in and, <laughs> and chime in with plenty of things. Um, the last one we'd like to talk about is called Bloxels. And Bloxels was introduced to at least Adam and I a couple years ago by Sarah, who invited us in because she had the founder of the company come <laughs> to one of her classes and talk about this right. product. Yeah, he's a local guy. He's yeah, so this is this is based in St. Louis. Yep. The company's in St. Louis. I think the company's called Pixel Press. Yes. And Bloxels is one of their products. It's an educational um, learning toy, yes. I believe, is what mm-hmm. the official title is. Absolutely. Um, and it it can it uh, combines a tactile type of game board with the digital world. So uh, the way it works is that you have a grid, a thirteen by thirteen grid, uh, that um, you have different colored blocks that you put inside the grid and those blocks when you place them in the grid uh, you take a device either an ipad or an android device or kindle Kindle fire Fire, yeah yeah. it's compatible with that and then you you open up the app the the bloxels app and you scan and capture whatever you've built in that grid and you build uh layouts for the game worlds that you want to to um live in or, or play in you can create your own characters in there as well and the the color of the block dictates um, what what the block is going to do in the game. So like green blocks are like land and blue is water and red is hazard and, and yellow is coins and pink is power-ups and there's there's other colors as well. Um, so they have a regular Bloxers, Bloxels um, game that's been out for two or three years. And then I think last year they released a Star Wars yes. version, yeah. which is pretty neat. Uh, you can play with all your favorite Star Wars characters. And then something else that they released not too long ago is called the Infinity Wall, where you can uh, create your own game and then share it out and have anybody that's that's a member or involved with the Infinity Wall play your game. So then you can get feedback on how your game is. So so there's a, an online community there that allows students to share the, the neat things that they're building with Bloxels. Um, we have quite a few Bloxels yeah. sets at our maker spaces, and we probably ought to discuss even what a maker space is maybe yeah. quickly. Yeah, that's right. true. So, um, so I'll let Sarah yeah. kind of take over, and then she can talk about you know how many we have, where they're at, and then also a, an exciting thing that's coming up this week with Bloxels. Yeah, we um, a lot of the tools that we've talked about today, not all of them, but a lot of them have had their their um, trial moment in the maker spaces, which are spaces at both Henning and Silver Creek, where the kids can come and, and really play to learn. Um, we have a lot of hands-on things that the kids can get into. They can explore interests. They can learn about new things that they may have never had a chance to, to learn about before. And we have everything from your old school toys like Legos and Kinects and, and wooden blocks to these a lot of these tech things that we just talked about. And the whole idea is just getting kids 
active and 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 being creative and thinking um, thinking bigger than just the classroom. So in our makerspaces, the kids have a lot of freedom to to create and learn in a way that's meaningful to them. Um, Bloxels is something that we use all the time for in the makerspace. We've used it in our choice class and actually really exciting on Thursday. Um, Bloxels is coming to Henning and they are doing what we call a game jam and they'll be showing us even more cool ways to use Bloxels. So the um, the other founder, there are two founders, he is coming to hang out with us, which the kids like when when the first when the, when Robin came the first time, um, the kids were getting autographed. So they they pretty much are starstruck <laughs> to meet somebody who yeah. who's actually created something, which is really really meaningful now in the makerspace because when they're in there and they're making things, and I'm telling them like you're inventors, you're you're creators, and then they see somebody who their vision started just like these kids. Did. They they thought of something, they wrote it down, they made it, and now it's a company that really validates when I tell them that you know this is meaningful. Meaningful play is so important. So it's a genius idea. Oh, absolutely. I wish it, I would have come up with one it. One of the <laughs> things that I love about Bloxels is that it totally brings me back as a guy who grew up in the '80s and the '90s and played my fair Zelda, share of oh, Super oh, Mario gosh. Brothers, those eight-bit video games, and yeah. that's what this is. It's yeah. it's like a new version of these old eight-bit pixely video games. Where it's a it's a two D you're jumping up and down on stuff and oh man it just brings back all of these really great meaning uh, these these great feelings and the idea that you can actually create your own world and play that world uh, is is such a uh, such a cool thing. Well, so and it I really find is smart. I find that kids who aren't as interested in the coding yet maybe that's over intimidating or it could be frustrating. They still Bloxels is a different way of thinking computationally. So in Bloxels, like Mike said, the colors are meaningful. So while the kids don't even realize that they're coding, they are because they're setting right. up their game to right. behave a particular way yeah. using those colors. And you play the game, and if a game doesn't work, you got to fix, fix it. it. It's yeah. all problem solving. Yes, exactly. And and then you can pull in the artistic element too. Right. So I have kids who love to do pixel art on them, and they may never actually develop the game, but they'll create their characters mm-hmm. and make them interactive. You can do multiple frames to make the characters actually animated. Right. Animate so them, right. there's so many levels of 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 interest to these Black Souls game and, and kids just, they really eat it up. They do. They yeah, really do. It's really great. And Black Souls is popular right now. Uh, we just called happy up and they are sold out. Right. So <laughs> normally uh, she said they carry them, but yeah, no, they don't have any. They, right are, now. they are available at target. Um, so I know right. target does carry Black Souls. It's in the uh, video yeah. game type area. Um, so check out Target if you'd like. Yeah, set. absolutely. All right, great. Wait, these are some really good ideas. Uh, and again, we always want to make sure that we are connecting that uh, learning experience that's happening at school with, with more learning experiences that are happening at home. And if we can make this all fun, and if we can make it game-related, and if we can make these kids excited to come home and continue the learning, that's our goal. So uh, hopefully that's what we're continuing to do. Uh, and you at home will be able to do that this Christmas. So hopefully these are some good ideas to get your Techmas, uh shopping list <laughs> complete. Uh, but thank you very much for listening. Mike, thanks for being here. Yep. Sarah, thank yeah, you again. Mary We're always excited to see the cool <laughs> stuff that you got going on in the classroom. So, um, you again, remember, you can find us at uh, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, any other place that you get your podcasts. Um, check back with us. So, again, this is After the Bell Rings. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to After the Bell Rings. Our mission is to strengthen the school-home partnership. For show notes, to contact us, and for more information, visit afterthebellrings.org.